Hello, and welcome to Sports View with Simon Rivacaba. This is your host, Simon Rivacaba. Uh, Wednesday, July... What is today? Sorry, I work nights. July 14th. Sorry about that. Uh, big game, game four today. It's either going to be evened up or Phoenix will be in the driver's seat heading back home for game five. Uh, we're going to have Omar Arango, a, a, a sports gambler, who will break down kind of his best bets for for tonight's game. He'll be on here shortly. Uh, Phoenix is a four-point underdog, so Milwaukee's the favorite. But if you bet the money line, those are kind of even odds. That's pretty standard in a in a game like this, and in most most games with like baseball and basketball, uh, you know, you get kind of even odds if you if it's just a straight up bet. But we'll have him break down the uh, point spread and and what what all that means, and then how he goes about uh making a decision on on his on his gambling, and he'll also plug in uh, his uh you know, how you can, uh, follow him and, and, and follow his advice. Uh, I think I said, uh, well, my original prediction was Phoenix and six, and I'm going to stick with that. So that means I figured Phoenix, the first two Milwaukee, the next two, which means today they'd be winning game four and then, uh, and then Phoenix would take the next two. But I just think, the way it's looking, if if Milwaukee does win, they they're going to carry momentum. And then if 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 they were, like I said in the f- previous episode, if Milwaukee were to win three in a row and be up three two, then then it'd be a dangerous spot where you know the the outstanding record that teams that go up two zero have, uh, Phoenix would be in trouble then of of being the the fifth team to lose uh, while going up two uh, zero. Uh, I just don't know if that veteran leadership and and then the pride that they have is going to allow them to do that. But but it could get real interesting if Milwaukee wins today and then they come back and win Game Five. Then that would be kind of the the um you, you know you, the, the kind of dis, disrupting the apple card right there. Um, but we're gonna break down the game with Omar Arango and. Uh, We'll have him. Uh, we'll have him explain the bets and and get into some more detail uh, as far as what to look for in today's game, which is going to start in about an hour and a half. Yeah, and then I think Chris Paul has a has a has a chance to come back and shine. And then Booker coming off of a of uh, not the greatest game, I think he, he can bounce back. I think there's more weapons for Phoenix to bounce back than um, than what Milwaukee can do better. But that's just uh, my opinion. All right, joining us is Omar Arango, a, a sports gambler. Omar, how are you doing? Welcome to Sports View with Simon Recover. How you doing, Simon? Doing good, doing good. So uh, breakdown for the betters. I see that it looks like uh, Milwaukee's a four-point favorite today. And it looks like the money line's minus one ten on either team. Can you break down like how you go about betting tonight's game and 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 those numbers when you see those numbers like that? When I see those numbers like that, I I look for probably the home team because in series like this, especially in games in the finals, the home teams look to be a lot stronger. They have more confidence. The the role players seem to play. A little bit better than on the road, as we've seen, because Phoenix came out one two in a row at home, and then they went to Milwaukee and got basically stomped, ran out of the building. But you got to look at the supporting cast of both teams. And Phoenix, they can't win a game 
at Booker's shooting. What do you go three for fourteen on the last game? So if Booker doesn't get in the scoring on the scoring page, then there's no way they can win. They have to get uh, Aiden. He did pretty good last game, but also Chris Paul. You have to get those guys to, to step up and score on the road. I know it's kind of hard with the crowd noise and all of that, but as far as a gambler, we look to see where the odds are in our favor when it comes to the point spread. But tonight, I think that Booker will he'll have a better game. He's not going to only make three shots. And last game, they took him out uh, most of the fourth quarter because there was no way they had a chance of coming back. So just, just you have to look at where the scoring is going to come from. You know, and also Phoenix, their defense was horrible last game. But Giannis was down low all day. Anything he was doing was going in. So that's 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 the, just the most of everything. But yeah. So when you look at the four point spread, uh, each one of these games has been double digit victories. Uh, is that something then to fear? With that, it's a it's a four point game. Uh, or yes, yeah, Milwaukee's a four point favorite. Uh, does that make you swing? Does that mean the odds makers think it's gonna that the road team is gonna keep it close enough? And then in that point, then do you do you look at the road team more? Yeah, I I look at more Phoenix because they're more consistent. They look at the games they played on the road. They played in LA and won on the road and closed out that series one thirty to to one hundred three. They also won at the Clippers, what, what was it, 84 to 80 on the road. So they they are capable of winning on the road. It's just the fact that that Milwaukee, they they play good at home. So and if they cannot stop Giannis, then it's gonna be a tough win, even to cover by four points. The four points comes into play when you look at how Phoenix has played on the road. So right now I'm looking, I'm leaning towards Phoenix because like I said, I don't think those players are going to have two off games back to back, you know? And if you can get four points and maybe if you can wait right before the game, you might get it at five. The line might move towards, towards Phoenix because everybody's going to jump on Milwaukee, even though, uh, because they just came back and won. Uh, in the last game, but they haven't been playing really consistent when they play top tier teams like Phoenix. Okay. Yeah, and then tell the the audience a little bit about yourself. Uh, how long have you been in the gambling, and then uh, what? Uh, where can people find you and your and your and your par- partners uh, if they're looking to follow your your picks and advice? Um, first of all, we have a new Twitter page. It's called uh, it's called the Stats Bets. That's again the S T A S H Bets. The Stats Bets on Twitter. We just opened that up. Um, I've been gambling for since I was 14 years old, honestly. Um, started back with parlay cards, not knowing much about gambling at the age of 14. I grew up at the racetrack over in uh, Pasadena, California. So I've been around gambling for almost, i say, half of my life. Uh, within the last 10 years, I've been doing probably professionally. Uh, but I think as far as Anyone looking to follow us or, or to get an edge on betting, the the getting your betting education, it takes time. You have to lose to actually learn what not to do. So I know that sounds kind of kind of off, but 
when you lose, you actually learn what not to do, and, and it helps you uh, maintain as as a better. Main thing is a better is, is your bankroll. You have to have a bankroll. You can't be out there betting your rent money or, or money you have allocated for something else. So you have to have bankrolls. But uh, as far as bankroll goes, you, you're going to go through your bankroll. You might go on a losing streak and lose one bankroll, two bankrolls. But the main thing is to be consistent. Uh, mainly making the same size amount of wages, maybe $100 dollars might, 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 might want to do $100 consistently throughout the week. Uh, don't fluctuate in your bankroll as far as your wages. Just keep it more consistent. Yeah, and then, um, you know, it's pretty interesting. Uh, when I talk to people that work at sportsbooks, there might be former athletes, uh, you know, me, me included, and, uh, and I've sort of uh, experienced this. You're yeah. a former athlete. You think you know your game. Uh, but people at sports books will say, you know, or, or I know there's a there's a former professional football player in here in the Reno area that will go make gambles on on football, and then I ask, so you know, is he pretty is he pretty good? And then the guy, oh, he's like, oh no no no, he says, uh, he he might know football, and he may have played the sport, but gambling on the sport is totally different, and he he doesn't really understand the the game side of it. So when you're gambling and, and you're more of an expert than maybe somebody that actually plays the game uh talk about the differences between the actual game and playing it and then actually knowing the numbers part of it and, and the gambling side of it that 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 maybe kind of explain why athletes aren't aren't the greatest gamblers uh, themselves well first off playing the game is different because that's more x and o's that's more competitive more competition as far as gambling gambling there's a lot of research that goes into it people like to bet trends people like to bet what's fashionably out or, or in the public as of now but gambling you have to do a lot of research a lot of statistics a lot of numbers a lot of data that you have to take into going just for one pick let alone five picks six picks a day there's a lot of information that you have to it's a scourge to whether it's on the internet or websites uh but with betting you have to have a lot of data and people have algorithms we have algorithms we have mathematicians we have all kinds of people that know their statistics so basically as far as gambling it's 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 a long-term game it's not a short-term game people want to go out there bet the super bowl bet like yesterday was the all-star game the trend in that was the under and the American League. That was that's known to the public, but do you go with that trend or do you go the opposite way? But depending on the numbers, uh, that's how you make your plays. So, for instance, it's just it takes a lot of wherewithal to, to 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 lose large amounts of money and also come back and get that. You have to have the patience. You have to be very very patient when it comes to betting because you know you're out there trying to win like i said it's a long-term game it's not something that you're going to go out there you might go on a winning streak but you gotta you gotta get past those losing streaks also you know like i said if you don't have the bankroll or the heart or the stomach to actually lose money then you're not going to get through this game yeah and then talk about the life of a of a gambler when you're doing this uh, pretty much full time and and on a daily basis. Uh, a lot of people uh, they might look or they might speak with gamblers and they might or they might look at the lifestyle of a gambler and think, man, this this person's always paranoid or always thinking, always working, and always uh, like what what is like a kind of a typical like a weekly schedule for 
for a gambler? Does it just depend on the on the season? And do you do you get do you get enough like off time and you know family uh, it, time it, and all that? It it's it it takes it's a, it absorbs everything in your life because there's games every day. You know, you have baseball, you have KBO baseball, you have soccer. Uh, football's coming up, so we're looking ahead for football season, college and pro season. We're looking for college basketball to get a full season this year. Uh, we're looking for NBA for full season. So it it, uh, it takes up a lot of time. It's a lonely life because you want to surround yourself with good people, your staff. You want to surround yourself with people who enjoy it as well as can say, hey, let me take a couple days off and let me analyze information. You don't have to bet every day. That's what people don't understand. There's, there's something to bet every single day of the year. So there's always options to make money, but you want to jump in the game when you see, when you feel like you have an advantage. And that advantage comes from doing, like I said, doing your research. Uh, like I said, scout on the internet, uh, doing your stats, everything. Just looking at, just analyzing every aspect of every sport. It's not just baseball, just not not just uh, football, not just basketball, but soccer. Now we, we're getting into rugby. Uh, rugby we got into last year because of COVID and then also international baseball like KBO. So we're looking at different markets across across the globe, let alone uh, within the U.S. So, But our major sports seem, or our major wins seems to come from every sport, not just baseball, not just basketball. So as far as, as, as being a professional gambler, it is very lonely because, you know, you, you go to the casino and you see all these guys and they, they ask you for tips and all this, but you can see that they don't have the money management skills. They don't have the time to actually sit down and analyze their percentage. And, and betting is all about percentage. You want to hit a high percent. You want to hit over 60%, 50%. Some people say they hit 80%, which is which they might go on a winning streak for, you know, eight out of 10 games. But to maintain that for a whole year is very hard. You know, I want to meet someone who, who's doing that because if I know someone's hitting 80%, hey, Give me the fix, but it's not it's not that easy. You have to maintain focus and, and your mindset has to be on the percentages. Because in the long term, you will make good money. You know, it's not we're not going out here loading up on certain games for fifty thousand, twenty thousand dollars. No, we're not doing that. We're taking it day by day and building our bankroll so that we can withstand losing streaks. Okay, understood. Yeah, so it's it's about time and money management. And folks, anybody, yeah, anybody that's that's doubts uh, where the sports gambling world during a pandemic year, Betway Sports, the biggest uh, international sports book, they were a one point two billion dollar industry in a pandemic year. So it's definitely here to stay. Finally, you know, teams came to Vegas. There was that big fear of of uh, that they didn't want teams in Vegas because of the old stigma. Um, I know it has come up though recently with Wimbledon. Now they're investigating some of the early round uh, matchups and some suspicion there with with some gambling and, and possibly some fixed games. Um, how prominent is is any of that uh, in today's uh, sports world uh, from your experiences? As far as uh, uh, as as far as sports organizations going to major cities like Las Vegas, where it's known for gambling. I think they see uh, countries like the UK where they have betting uh, betting counters at the stadiums. 
you know, without having real issues as far as, you know, match fixing and, 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 and things of that nature, they're becoming more comfortable, let alone every state is passing laws to, to actually approve sports betting. So the, the society's, the stigma of it being bad and, you know, involving match fixing, fixing is going away. So I think people, especially politicians, are becoming more comfortable, let alone uh, the, the, the big leagues like the NFL and NBA. They're partnering with, with with companies like William Hill, you know, to see that, hey, we can also bring this to our stadiums and also make money. It's all about money. So if they can provide more money and more eyes on their sport, why 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 would they be afraid of that? Yeah, no, absolutely. And and it's it's always been a part. Well, growing up, you know, being born and raised in Lake Tahoe, I mean, I it's I it was just a part of life for me. I thought everybody did it. Everybody was into gambling, but uh, um, and you find out that uh, they weren't. But now, now you know, all but two states, I think, uh, have have some kind of regulated uh, gambling, and 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 legalized. Um, over the years, uh, how much smarter have the have the bookies become as far as? Oh, they've they've. Their lines are super tight, especially when it comes to the NFL. Their numbers are really tight, so it's it's getting even harder with the information that they have and and the people that they're hiring on the other side of the counter. The other day, I met a guy that made made lines for an international company, and and what he was saying that that they have enough so much information that their their revenue has gone up because of the way they, they're able to attract mathematicians, like I said, and statisticians, and to pay them to actually go out and get all the information for them. And then by adjusting their lines, according to, they call them shark betters, but basically people that, that, that wager a lot, they'll, they'll take those bets just to see where their mindset is, and they'll adjust their lines according to these large betters. And it allows them to adjust their lines and, and and basically make more money or take more money from the public. That's why I said it's harder and harder for someone to make a living doing this. Yeah. And then uh, so and then I've also heard a good gambler is somebody that's 52 percent accurate. Uh, what would you say to, to that? It's more 57 percent. But the thing is, with that number, you have to be. be betting consistently the same amounts you cannot expect to make money if you bet a hundred dollars and you jump to two thousand dollars and you lose that two thousand dollar bet it makes no sense because then your bankroll goes to zero and then you run out of money so uh like i was saying earlier if you can keep your bets constant and consistently at the same amount if you can hit maybe about 50, 58%, 59%, you'll be very successful at this. But a lot of people, they, like I said, they don't want to grind it out. They just want to come here on a Sunday or Saturday, bet football, and hopefully they win. But it doesn't work like that. Like I said, it's always long-term thinking with all of us here at Stats Bets. And the, and the best thing is individual bets uh, and stay away from the parlays or – yeah, how are you with that? Parlays, uh, parlays will lose your money, but people hit them. But how often are you going to have a parlay? The odds are in, your, are in the casino's favor. That's why they have all those parlay cards and all those different props. So I would suggest people to 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 maintain just just betting straight bets, straight bets. If you get straight bets consistently, you, you you won't lose your your money as much. And if you bet a parlay, 
if you go three out of four, you just wasted three of your bets. So why not take that parlay, that 14 parlay, and bet uh, $100 consistently on each team? You know, so you make more in the long run. You know, you only lose one game out of the other four out of the four bets. So straight bets is always the way to go. I always preach that straight bets. You'll you'll maintain your bankroll longer, and you'll see a higher percentage of wins. All right. Hey, thank you, Omar, man. I look forward to having you on future episodes uh, to give give some advice and then uh, and, and plug what you guys are doing, man, because uh, you know, it's a great thing and it's you know and it, and, it, and it becomes a lifestyle for a lot of people that 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 it can be enjoyable. So I appreciate your time and and, and your your knowledge here. Uh, and, Thanks, Simon. Thanks for having me. Yeah, no problem. We'll see you again, Omar, again. And and how do we? Uh, where do we look at? Where do we find you on Twitter again? It's the Stats Flex. We just opened that up uh, within the last week, actually. I just moved from a different company. So uh, it's called the Stats, S-T-A-A. One, one more time. It's the Stats Flex, S-T-A-S-H-B-E-T-S, the Stats Flex. And we're going to open up Instagram. We're going to do, we're going to actually open up, open up our website probably within the next couple of days here. So uh, that's where you can find us. All right. Hey, we appreciate your time. Thank you very much for coming on. Thank you, Simon. Thanks right. for having me. Enjoy the game. Yep. All right, Omar Arango. I just wanted to give uh, viewers a uh, my audience a chance to understand the the betting of it because uh, a lot of times people outside of Nevada just uh, they have the stigma that uh, they you know and then there's there's always been those guys that will uh, say they they know the they know the college football uh, person that brings the Gatorade to the locker rooms at halftime and, you know, and then, and, and all those kind of stigmas of, uh, you know, how the games are fixed and this and that and, and how, how they know and how the experts do it and, and how come the odds makers are so uh, kind of almost spot on with the, with the games. But uh, really the point of, of the gambling, the casinos is trying to make it where there's, there's the same, you know, 50% of the money is going to one side and 50% to the other side because then they're going to earn money there from the side of the losing. So if there's overwhelmingly, you know, everybody betting on one team, uh, it, it, then then it's either a big gain or a, or a big loss for them. So so by keeping it the money even, and that, that's why the point spread shifts so much on uh, off of the bigger bets. Um but yeah, that that's just uh, now uh, and something I had to understand because you know me coming from boxing, I thought I understood boxing, and there's nothing wrong with a professional boxer gambling on any sport. Uh, we don't we don't have a union, we don't have a players association, so we can even gamble on ourselves. Um, so that's why when I bet boxing and I I bet other sports, uh, I've had to learn those intricacies because uh, you know you think you you you're a big fan of a of a sport, but uh, then you find out uh, how hard it is to actually gamble it and play the the the, the gambling part of it. And to, interesting with Omar, I, I've noticed, and and I've been guilty of that. I, I get a few wins, I get on a little win streak, and then I start upping the bets, and I bet more money uh, on the games, and then I end up taking a bigger loss. But to him about what he said about being consistent with with how much you're betting is uh, it, it, that probably would have uh, helped me out over 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 the time. Um, but it's then something I'll probably, I'll, I'll keep in mind to, uh, 
to just keep the bets the same, no matter if I'm on a win streak or, or on a losing streak. Obviously, when you're on a losing streak, you don't have that much to gamble, so you bet less, and then you start coming up again, and you get a little brave and make big bets. But uh, And I knew somebody that used to every week, uh, he'd bet three games at like 1,100 a game, and then he'd have his big bet, his his best bet of the week would be like a 3,500 bet. And so then I started thinking, well, if he loses his big bet but wins the smaller ones, he's kind of breaking even. And then if he loses, so it kind of rides on his big bet at that point. Uh, so, um, but that was a game four breakdown and uh, the the gambling portion of it. So if you are going to bet, make sure it's pay the rent bets, pay, pay your rent before you make the bet. This isn't a gambling uh, podcast, but I will, as I've said in the past, we'll throw in some uh, some advice and and then you just got the breakdown from Omar on on how a professional gambler looks at it, and he likes he likes Phoenix tonight. And as I was saying before Omar came on, is that yeah, I don't think I think there's more people, more players on Phoenix that can step up from the previous game than Milwaukee. You know, Milwaukee played probably their best game and and won, but Phoenix had uh some of their worst performances and in, in individual players and and I don't look for that to continue. Uh, real quick with with boxing uh, for Saturday, and we'll be breaking it down on Friday. But we have Misha Tate's return in MMA, and then uh, Jamel Charlo against Castaño, the the boxing match uh, on the seventeenth. Also, I have any bridges when one of uh you know when I've I've uh, touted and so I'm uh, I'm a fan of hers just based off of her brave gut, gutsy performance. She's returning to the ring, and and uh, we'll be breaking that down on on Friday's episode. But thank you for joining us uh, uh, today, and we'll be, look forward to see you Friday. For the Sports View, this is Simon Rokaba, checking out. Until next time.